my fellow leaders. Today, we bring everyday leaders to the show. Stay tuned to level up your leadership skill set. Melanie is dedicated to consistent personal growth in herself and others. Starting her career at Disney and for a span of 25 years, she was an executive leader in the medical device industry and held roles in executive sales leadership, sales training, and global market development. She is the founder of Everyday Leaders Professional Coaching and Consulting. I met her through Elizabeth, so shout out to Elizabeth. Melanie challenges her personal growth each day to find better and more creative ways that allow her to make sense of complex and challenging ideas to make a bigger impact in the world. On October 1st, 2019, through a challenge from her mentor, Dr. John C. Maxwell, almost everyone listening on should know that name, she began a morning Bible study leadership devotional using the John Maxwell leadership Bible that has been meeting consistently for over 750 days with people all over the world. This has created significant clarity for Melanie and how she is serving others. Of course, entrepreneur, she does more. She's a best-selling four-time author, host of Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast that was founded back in 2018. Of course, a certified John Maxwell leadership development coach, trainer, and motivational speaker. Oh, yeah, there's more certified professional consultant and first U.S. affiliate coach with the Y Institute. A lot of value headed our way. But first, before we kick off the show, Melanie, what does entrepreneurship mean to you? Oh, it means being able to navigate your own life. Everything that you do, navigating your own life, finding the right resources and living your dream. That's what entrepreneurship means. I wrote that right in the notes, living your dream from when we talk again in a few minutes giving up the sure thing to make something out of nothing. And it's challenging at times and we're going to learn how she battled and weathered so many storms as she is thriving in her business so much that I had to bring her on the show. And with that, I want to welcome you back to That Entrepreneur Show. I am your host, Vincent A. Lancey. Each week since the end of 2019, I've interviewed the founder of a company or brand to share what works for them, where and how they needed improvement, and all of the learning lessons along the way, right here on That Entrepreneur Show. We have bonus series and so much more to also check out because you never know which motivational journey will inspire you most. This segment is sponsored by Bedrock Business Builders, a small business startup specialist. Start, build, manage. Many people may get to spend their whole life looking for a specific time when they discover their purpose, when life just gets clear and all the pieces start falling into place. Working with Melanie and Everyday Leaders Leadership Coaching, you will be led through a predictable formula to get clear, stand out, and make a bigger impact in your life in business. I'm motivated and can't wait to learn a little bit, so let me bring her on. Melanie, it's great to see you again, and thank you so much for taking the time to join our community. Oh, thank you. This is going to be awesome. You are a great host and you have really laid out the groundwork. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for the kind words. Would you mind giving a preview to your story on the personal side before we dive right into entrepreneurship? Oh, personal side. Well, it was all motivated by faith. Uh, My great grandparents built a tabernacle here in Indianapolis, and that's really what has led the, the diversification of our family, just saying, how do we lead our life? by faith. Yeah. And so many things that I had done challenged me to kind of be in the corporate world and be a leader. 
And yet my heart was always saying there was something more, there was something missing. So I just learned all of the leadership skills from, you know, working in corporate America, the structure that we all need. And then getting to a point where you say, I need to do this for myself. I need to make a bigger impact. So everything that we're going to talk about here is exactly what's happened through my lifetime. And has it been easy? Absolutely not. Have there been challenges? Absolutely. Have I had to make other decisions and say that wasn't the right one? Yes, but we learned, right? So I'm so excited to be here to share with you because I know this is where your heart is too. So um, this is going to be fun. I am excited to have you on because I know you have the passion and the willingness to give back. Melanie loves to serve. She loves to serve others. And we're going to get just that today. What led you into entrepreneurship? You mentioned 25 years in corporate. Was this something you always wanted to do? Is this your first company? Let our audience know. <laughs> uh, no, it's not my first company. However, I kind of always dabbled into things on the side, right? I didn't sell candles or party light or baskets or anything like that. I was always trying to figure out how to be of service to companies. So when they said, hey, we're going to start a satellite company for a division, I would say, pick me. Hey, we're going to start a team over in Europe to do training for new reps. Pick me, right? So it was always developing the things that were going to make a bigger impact to the things that I was doing and, but figuring it out on my own terms. So I was really given the keys to kind of go create it. And that's what really helped me design the things that I stepped into, you know, kind of post a corporate world. And, uh, and so that's what I learned and like how to motivate people, how to bring people along, all the things we know about leadership, but especially the John Maxwell team, what do you do consistently because people are watching you and you need to be the influencer so that you can give them the confidence. So that's what I love. And that's what I've been learning. And that's what I'm continuing to do. Such an inspiration because of how many people you touch each day. We're going to find out at the end of the episode, exactly how to follow her, see all her content online. She is posting daily or what seems for me, I'm not on every day anymore, but daily social media content, all inspirational things that are going to push you through on all platforms. So stay tuned. But you mentioned there's been some ups and downs. There's been some challenges. What are two of the hardest parts of being an entrepreneur for you? I think learning who to trust, right? I think that's the biggest thing. The noise that's always around you that says, if you believe in bright, shiny objects, which I am not one that does that yet, I think it's really hard if you're an entrepreneur and you start saying, I don't even know where to start. Do I create systems? Do I get people? Do I understand my avatar? Like, how do you start? And so that's the challenging part. For me, I had learned these systems in the corporate setting. So I just kind of took that and said, now I need to do it on my own. This is what I believe. Other people that are maybe doing this for the first time, gosh, it's a challenge because you have to get with the right inner circle that you can really trust. And so that's my biggest like aha moment. Get with people you trust and really just let them pour into you. Surrounding yourself with a support group or just anybody to bounce your ideas off is essential. I get it. There's budget problems sometimes. I'm a solopreneur. That that does happen. It doesn't have to be a paid coach, but it can be a family member, a friend, someone just to help you not be blinded by the light. A lot of entrepreneurs I've learned, including myself, have put ourselves through that where we're so caught up in our own work. But as we look across your whole journey in entrepreneurship here, Melanie, you've had some experience before this current company. What is one of your greatest failures or lessons learned? Oh my gosh. I think, you know, sometimes you think, you know, everything to do something and do it well. And you're like, I've got this. I have the people, the resources, the influence, the energy, the know-how, like I've got it all together. 
this is going to work a thousand percent better than anything else. And then, you know, that statement, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And so I learned that when I was eliminated from a company that I was doing amazing things with, right? Um, A lot of jealousy was going on in the corporate leadership world. And so I got ousted for the first time and it made me step back on my heels and think, what am I going to do next? So I joined a team, became a VP of sales and ran their organization. And yet I really shouldn't have trusted those relationships, but I did because I was all in. I'm like, I know how to do this, right? So it's that discernment to be able to say, man, what would you have done next time? And so I would have, again, put more people in my inner circle to give me guidance and, and a little bit of mentorship where I thought, I know how to do this. I know these people, right? I've got the influence and I can get this done. I can hire the people. I don't have a problem doing this yet on the other side of it, it was, you know, what are those pitfalls having that person on your shoulder to say, but is this going to be okay? Right. Do you know all of the what ifs? And I really just, because I was under what I thought I, I could see very clearly, well, this is, this is obvious next step. I can do this. I can step into this yet. I could have done a lot of different things. And so I think the reactionary kind of lesson for me is, you know, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And just because it's going to pay the bills, doesn't mean it's the right decision. You're talking a lot about being smart with our time, strategizing <laughs> our decisions. And I really appreciate that because most entrepreneurs are very ambitious. Make sure one thing's rocking and rolling. Like my one business isn't generating the revenue for me to start another business right now. It's generating revenue, but not enough to really jump into another business. So I love that example because that really resonates with me. I am very excited for this one because I know you're a career learner, a career networker, a career academic, if you could be. Which entrepreneur would you choose to sit down with to learn from, dead or alive? Oh my gosh, I love this question. And I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, this is coming up. <laughs> so um, I haven't had the opportunity to sit down with John Maxwell yet. That's yeah, who I, I want I, I okay. I, I to alive, right? I want to do that while he's alive. Um, someone that has passed on would be my great grandfather. I would love to be able to see his vision from coming from you know, Portsmouth, Ohio and, and the Pilgrim's Holiness Church and opening up an evangelistic center like he did. He died when I was pretty young, like eight or nine years old, but he opened up the first of its kind nursing home in Indiana, the first documented nursing home, the first tabernacle clinic school. Like it was a visionary project and it was back in the early fifties. Like this is crazy stuff, right? Things that you go back and say, wow, they did that back then. And yet John Maxwell's father preached with my great grandfather at the tabernacle. So this is just an amazing journey for me to kind of connect all of those dots. So those are the two people that I would love to sit down and just have some time with one-on-one. We're going to have to tag John Maxwell when this episode comes out. Let him know. I know. Your supporter <laughs> Melanie is here. Thank you for that. But I'm going to delve deeper. Where would the meeting be if you got the choice there too? Where so with John? Um, anywhere. I mean, I would go to Atlanta. I would go to his home. I'd go to Palm beach, like wherever it needs to be. I have an Airstream. That's a podcast studio now, so I will take it anywhere and join him. <laughs> All right, I love that. Have that happen. I want it live though. I don't want it on zoom. I want it to be live because I want to give him a hug. And again, tell him, like I always do when I see him, I love you, John. Thank you for all that you do. 
right? He just has my heart. He has changed the 15 laws of growth. When I went through with the IMC, the very first time that I went through, he said, read this, read this this way and do a mastermind. I had no idea what a mastermind was at that time in 2017 for personal growth. I did it exactly how he said. I've done it every single week since. So for five and a half years, I have studied the 15 laws of growth. I've taken every application, every single chapter. If I try to challenge myself with something new now, I say, is it intentional? Am I aware? What am I going to learn about myself? Can I reflect about this and learn something? Will it be consistent, right? How, how much pain will I be causing for myself if I do this? What is the, what's going to be the outcome of, do I have to change my environment? Like every single law of the 15 laws, that's what I question myself with. And now I make better decisions as an entrepreneur. I love it. And I love the ambition you're passing on to our audience. Always seek to improve yourself. There are many ways to be self-improved, whether it be book, audio books, you name it, music, there's something for everyone. And I think it's a great time to get into the spotlight story. And we have a preview of her mentor coming up. If it's your first time joining us, thank you again for stopping by. This is the part of the episode where my guests and I go over another entrepreneur's journey to give you some new perspective. And as we have a John Maxwell, really someone who's lived through all of his readings, his teachings and utilizes them day to day. I want to introduce an article from Forbes called John Maxwell's Five Tips to Becoming a Better Entrepreneur and Leader. It starts out saying, becoming an entrepreneur does not necessarily make you a leader. Many entrepreneurs think that they inherit leadership abilities after they started a company or raised funds. They leave leadership in the background and focus on the next shiny object, insane perks, breakneck expansion, or when to launch an IPO. I think that's very true. And here are these takeaways we're talking about. He continuously instilled his methodology into the leaders again and again throughout the day. And these leaders grasped it like a mantra. One of my favorite quotes, the measure, the true measure of leadership is not how much you achieve, it's how much you inspire others to achieve. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Maxwell went on to say, most people accept what happens to them as fact without realizing that they can influence almost everything through their own intentionality. It starts with knowing what you want and being consistent and taking steps to achieve. This results in adding value to everything you have set your intent on and that value organically spills over to the people around you. I've met several entrepreneurs who gave up on their dream because they couldn't raise money that they needed. When I asked them, how many people did you pitch? Most of them told me that they pitched less than 20 investors. 20 people should not deter you from your dream. Throughout the years, I've learned that consistency is one of the leading ingredients to becoming successful, to being successful, excuse me, no matter how you define it. What are your takeaways here, Melanie? Any other John Maxwell insight you can give us here with this? Oh my gosh. You know, first of all, it's consistency, right? It's finding what works for you and being consistent in it and finding a way to create that impact. So whatever it is that you're doing, not just keeping it for you, entrepreneurs like to say, oh, I know it all. I've got control. But John's methodology of that we all know if we're on part of this team is it is to create something of significance. It's chapter 15 in the 15 laws of growth. How are you going to expand yourself? So it's not about you, but you're doing something so that you can teach others and leave that legacy. That's the most important part that people don't get. It's not just about, you know, I love Shark Tank because everybody goes on there and says, I'm pitching all the hours. I've spent $300,000. This is the value of my company. And it's all about me, me, me. And this is my design, but they always forget What are they going to do to pass this on? How are they teaching others? How are they influencing others? 
What impact will this make in the world? It's not just about that product design, right? You can be the best designer. You can have the most money. And if you're not doing it for someone else and your heart's not in the right place, then it's never going to be successful. It may take a little bit, but you're never going to make the impact. So don't get into something if it's really not designed the way that it could be, right? To, to really change what John says, change the world. We can all do it. We all have the cap- capability. We just need to, to think it through a little bit more with the right people and then know that we need to influence people and help them change their mindset to get better and be stronger leaders. Thank you so much for just emphasizing. It's not just about what you achieve. It's about what others achieve. It's about what, how you can help others. Melanie has dedicated her practice, her business to helping others succeed through so many leadership lessons, years experience in corporate to her post self-improvement courses. Thank you for everything. And again, thank you the time for coming on the show. How can everybody find you? Find your website, everything. Go to everydayleaders.com. That's where you can find me. And if you want to join us on our morning devotional, everydayleaders.com. It's about halfway down. There's a zoom link. It's open for everybody. 7 30 AM Eastern every day. Thank you for sharing that. Everyone be sure to go into the episode description and click her links. And we are at Vincent A. Lancy and that entrepreneur show on all platforms. My website is vincentalancy.com. And of course, we're going to end the show with a quote. And this one is from the spotlight entrepreneur. Be willing to sacrifice pleasure for opportunity. It's something I live by. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you next Friday on another episode of That Entrepreneur Show. Melanie, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you.